Hey guys, welcome to Forged in Fire, where we overturn culture for the kingdom and ignite you to burn by exposing truth to a generation. We are your hosts, Dom and Jenna. And we're so glad you guys have tuned in. We're beyond excited to launch a podcast with the title Forged in Fire. We really felt like the Lord had been speaking to us early on about doing a podcast together as a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll hear so many different topics on this podcast, things ranging from biblical Christianity. You'll you'll hear things that we are going to share that are going to go against culture's narrative today. It's almost we're looking to swim upstream a little bit uh, in today's society. You know, we're, we love Gen Z. For those of you that are listening uh, and don't know us, Jenna and I are youth pastors. Um, currently, we have been for uh, five years. We recently just started a joined a church plant up here um, in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. we are so excited to be partnering with God and His desires for Gen yeah. Z. Babe, share yes. a little bit about your heart for Gen Z so we can maybe set a tone mm-hmm. for that audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely super passionate that the Lord would set Gen Z free in a culture where identity is such a crisis in today's age, where People just do not know who they are. They have no biblical context for whose they are. Everything is about logistics. It has to make logical sense to Gen Z. And it's like nothing. It's like their morals. It all comes down to logic for them. And... When I say for them, I don't mean all of Gen Z as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I just mean, um, you know, like we just got back on TikTok so that we could start posting the podcast stuff. And every day I'm coming across Satanists and other people who just do not know their identity. They are just so lost and their foundation for morals I mean, it's just out of their opinion, out of where they find right and wrong, when in reality, right and wrong, it all stems from the Bible. That is our foundation for our right choices and wrong choices. And so, anyways, my passion is to see Gen Z walking in their identity that the Lord has called them to be, walking in their destiny, walking in freedom, not walking under rules, out of legalism, out of wanting to be a dictator and telling them what to do, but out of love and seeing them walking in sonship with their heavenly father, the way that the Lord designed us to be in union with him. So good. Yeah. So you're definitely going to hear a lot of Gen Z um, targeted content on this channel. You'll hear a lot of content that's kind of gauged towards millennials so Jen and I are, are millennials. We were born in 95. Whoop, whoop. So we really yeah, were those <laughs> 90s babies. Let's so if you're go. a 90s baby, come on. Um, but we are excited. We're going to really sh- try to, to, to bring forth content that's going to empower you. That's going to fire you up. Mm-hmm. Our desire is that when you leave our podcast or whatever season, whatever episode you listen to, our desire is that you would feel equipped mm-hmm. to conquer culture's uh, agenda that you would feel empowered mm-hmm. to go out and change the world yes. for the Lord that you would feel the wind and the power of the Holy Spirit as yes. you should as a believer and we'll give plenty of opportunities for non-believers as well mm-hmm. but we're just beyond excited I and I even 
think tonight we can even share a little bit about ourselves. So mm-hmm. Jen and I got married in 2016 in January. Mm-hmm. I'm originally from South Florida. Um, grew up in the church all my life. Had Christian parents. My parents are still together to this day. Um, I have an older brother, an older sister, and then I am the youngest. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. we told you guys our birth year, so you can do the math to find our age. <laughs> <laughs> but um, loved the town I lived in, grew up in a household, uh, very successful parents, business owners, public figures in the community. Um, so grew up in youth group, went to the you know summer camps, came back with fire for a couple of months, and then it dwindled out and I was, you know, straddling the fence again. I, I really mm-hmm. lived a life for most of my middle school and high school career where I just uh, wasn't satisfied with just God. I had yeah. to bring in a little bit of the world and try to live mm-hmm. a lukewarm Christian life. I tried to live a little bit here, a little bit there, do a little drugs, mm-hmm. you know, drink a little, uh, you know, <clears throat> chase women left and right. And so uh, end of my junior year, I encountered the Lord in a powerful way. I discovered, um, I guess you could say, a deeper realm of who God was, mm-hmm. um, and that is called the Holy Spirit. Yes. I grew up in church where you didn't talk about the Holy Spirit because <laughs> he made people do weird things. <laughs> but the beautiful thing about it is that if you know Jesus and you know God, you must know the Holy Spirit. You cannot have the two of them without the third. Yes. It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Come it's on. the Holy Trinity. They are the three in one. They mm-hmm. are the triune Godhead. They are the perfect. You cannot excuse one or the other. You must have all mm-hmm. three of them. So I encountered the Holy Spirit, got basically born again after, <laughs> you know, giving my life to the Lord when I was maybe seven years old, growing to a Christian school. So I started running with the whole new church, um, shifted churches my junior year of high school, and got into a church that you would say is spirit-filled. And I got exposed to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and those things were very addicting to me because I was seeing Mm -hmm. something supernatural. Mm -hmm. I was seeing something that you could not explain. Mm -hmm. Logically, you could not explain what was happening around Mm me. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, I remember the first time someone prophesied over me. This South African guy, he was my youth pastor. He walked up to me, read my mail, and I'm like, what in the world? Who is this guy? Did he did he spy on me? How does he know these details? Did my mom tell him? (laughs) Then he comes back, you know, 10, 20 minutes later and prophesies again. And I'm like, okay, this is real. But it gave me a taste that there's something supernatural out there that doesn't require me to do drugs, that doesn't require me Mm. to drink, that doesn't require me to sin. But I can tap into something supernatural Mm -hmm. that can actually change my life and not harm me. Yes. So... I remember encountering the Holy Spirit. I cheated my whole entire way through middle school and high school (laughs) until my my senior year of high school because I got, you know, that encounter with the Lord I had and the new church and all that was about the end of my junior year into senior year. Mm. So senior year of high school, I I put sports aside and I basically just was going to church every week. I was going to the Wednesday services, Sunday services, youth services, and I just remember I was just so hungry because Mm -hmm. something inside of me said, I just tasted something that I've never tasted before, Mm -hmm. and I'm never going to get rid of this taste. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. And so I just started running really hard after the Lord. I set aside relationships. I didn't search for a girlfriend or a wife. Mm -hmm. I just dated God. I Mm -hmm. sat before him every morning. I called to him every night. I prayed, I fasted, I was doing the things that the Bible tells us we should be doing as Christians, as followers. And I just remember 
um, the Lord really marking me in those years. Um, and basically, it wasn't short after that where I met Jenna. So, babe, let us know where you're from. Give us a little bit of your story and just kind of carry it through. I feel like I could take up a whole podcast episode on... Well, give us the cliff notes. ...my history going into my testimony. Oil history. Come on. Uh, what's up, fam? My name's Jenna D. Um, yeah, I used to be called Jenna J. Then I gave her my last name. <laughs> and then I stole his last name. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I am from Michigan, also known as the Mitten State. Um, born and raised in Lansing, Southside. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I always joke about that. Um, Lansing, Michigan. What's up, my Michiganders? Um, yeah, I pretty much have a very similar story to Dom, and that's why I love how the Lord brought us together from 2,000 miles apart and just so intricately had us set aside for one another and it's just so beautiful how the lord has ordained our stories from the beginning um and it's just so wild but i was born and raised in a christian home um you know there is different things that went on in our home um as there is in a lot of people's you know families growing up that Sometimes you could define as trauma or hard things to walk through as a young child. Um, And there's different levels to that. We went to a, I actually grew up in a charismatic church. And so um, if any of y'all are from Lansing, you know Mount Hope Church. And that is where I grew up up until I was about seven or eight years old. I was, um, (laughs) I actually was baptized in the spirit at six years old and it wasn't because anyone laid hands on me or anything like that I had just gone down to the altar people were flopping going down like flies on my left and right and I just remember like looking up to Jesus and just closing my eyes and seeing light and just reaching for him and just being filled with the spirit right then and there because I longed to know him more I want long to know him deeper Got my prayer language at six years old, and from then on out, like, the enemy was after me, after my life. Um, I had multiple situations when I was younger where the Lord just had favor on me and had, like, the spotlight on me. I mean, we would go to these Christian concerts with thousands of people, and I remember this one concert. I don't know if you guys remember Avalon, but they literally stopped the concert, and the lead singer, Jana, stops and goes and points up to the balcony all the way in the back where I was standing with my mom and said, there is a young girl up there in a jean jacket and she is worshiping her heart out to the Lord. That is how we need to look as a church body, worshiping to our Savior. And she literally called me out in the middle of this whole concert, stopped the concert to point out a child worshiping to Jesus. And I remember that moment because I remember how filled with the Holy Ghost I was at six, seven, eight years old. Literally was, would be shaking during worship, sp- speaking in tongues, crying out to Jesus, crying, 
like an adult would, but as a little kid. And that is how the Lord wants us to come to him. Anyways, side note. So the Lord um, has had his thumb on me since I was a little girl. So that's why Satan was after me even more. Um, My parents ended up splitting up and divorcing when I was 11 years old. Um, Super hard time in my life. It involved self-harm, depression, um, suicidal thoughts, anxiety. I bore a lot of my parents' sin onto myself, and I picked it up as shame, as guilt, um, as a young child. And so I thought that the physical pain would save me from the emotional pain that I was feeling, Um, and it did. It would numb my emotional pain so that I wouldn't have to think about my family falling apart, and it felt like the rug being taken out from underneath me. I remember standing in my grandma's kitchen with a knife literally on my heart, like I just wanted to drive it through me. Sorry, trigger warning. Um, And then the phone started ringing. And I literally, it was like a light bulb, like a light switch went off and I dropped the knife and I opened my eyes and I'm like, what am I doing? It was like someone shook me awake when the phone rang. I picked up the phone. No one was there. It was like a scam call or something. Holy Spirit. It was Holy Spirit. Did they have scam calls back then? I don't know. It was a landline. So I picked up the landline and it was like, "Mm," like a dead tone. Like no one was there. We're calling you about your car's extended warranty. (laughs) I just remember that moment. So. Yeah, the enemy definitely has been after me my whole life. He's been after the breakthrough anointing on my life that I feel like I have to bring other people through their trauma, their anxiety, their heaviness. Mm. Um, so, yeah, anyways, I in, I was homeschooled from third through eighth grade, went into public school, eighth grade, fell into the wrong crowds. I did not have good accountability or leadership in my life then. And so I didn't have many people to pull me higher or to hold me accountable. I very much fell into being a follower when I was in high school and just wanted to fall into the crowd, hung out with the popular girls, um, just wanted to be liked. I wanted to feel worthy of something. I wanted to be and feel cool and totally fell into the party scene, the drinking scene, smoking, men, like you name it. I was there. I just wanted to feel alive, but none of it was adding up. I just woke up feeling shameful, even more depressed, even more anxious, and even more worthless. Um, So yeah, after high school, I continued that lifestyle for like a full year. I would work all week just to spend my paycheck on partying every weekend would go back home, you know, because I had lived an hour and a half away from Lansing. I had moved to Grand Rapids during that time after high school, would literally drive back to Lansing every weekend just to blow my paycheck on drugs and partying. And so I just remember 2013, New Year's Eve, and the I was watching the ball drop by myself because I was sick as a dog on the couch in my mom's living room watching this ball drop, all my friends are out partying, and I close my eyes on the couch thinking, all right, new year, what's it going to look like? And I just see this black hole, and I just, (laughs) I hear the Lord gently whisper to me, if you continue on the path you're on, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh And it was just darkness, 
And it w- just woke me up. It woke me up out of my slumber that I had been in for years. It literally jolted me awake like like those heart monitors that they rub together. And they're defibrillators. like defibrillators. Defibrillators, yep. yes. It literally like jolted me awake in the middle of my living room, in the middle of my sin. The Lord, just one whisper, just one moment. And that next day, someone had commented on my Facebook wall randomly, a person I hadn't talked to in years, Florida is always here for you. I had, so I literally read that and was like, this is it. I need to move to Florida, (laughs) need to move down to be with my dad, who I had not lived with. Bring me my wife, oh Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Hadn't lived with him since my parents were married. So within 30 days, I was packed up. Had my little Impala with a little U-Haul attached to it. No AC. (laughs) No AC. My dad flew up in the middle of the worst winter we had had in Michigan in years. If you guys remember the winter of 2013 going into 2014. Like six feet of snow covering the mailboxes. Frozen pipes for weeks. So there was no water, no heat, nothing. I was like, get me out of here. Nobody got time for that. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Literally... My dad came up. We drove down to Florida. That next day, I went to Silver Ring thing. If you guys have ever heard of that, it's a group of young adults that travel across the U.S. I don't know if they're still doing it or not. But basically, they talk about purity. They do skits and stuff like that. But basically, I had lost my purity already. I had given it away to multiple men. And at this event, they talk about regaining your purity for the Lord and for the gospel. And so... I um, literally regave my life to the Lord that night, and it was just so incredible, so amazing. Like the next day, I'm in Florida. I'm just guns a blazing. Like here I am, Lord, and Opposites. I met you. How many months later? Lord have mercy. It was like five or six months later. Yeah, I had like put boys and everything on the shelf and was like, God, I'm yours. I'm yours. <laughs> I'm done with this. And then here we are. In comes Dom. In comes so Dom. So that's a little bit of our story. It's it's a lot condensed, but maybe we'll get to a, a full episode of our story. We do have three children now. We have two boys and a baby girl that we had in July of last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're so excited to start doing this and giving you guys content. We really believe the Lord... Um, has asked us to just be vulnerable with you guys, just bring forth a place of safety, um, transparency, and we want you to feel welcomed. We want this podcast to be something you feel like you can listen to when you're driving home from work, going to the gym, or you're Mm -hmm. at the gym. Uh, Some people may listen to it while they're working or while they're studying, whatever it may look like. We want to just bring joy, life, love. We want to bring fire. Mm -hmm. Jen and I are both marked by the fire of God. So mm-hmm. you're going to hear a lot of that. That's why yeah. it's forged in fire, because we truly believe that it's in those seasons where we're being crushed, that God is forging us, where he's literally putting us on the altar and mm-hmm. he's crushing us and he's hitting those areas in our, in our life that need to be smoothed out and mm-hmm. those impurities need to be flushed away. Yeah. So we're so excited to bring this content to you guys. We're going to try to bring uh, a new episode to you guys as soon as we can get things out to you. And uh, it's going to be a good journey, but we're beyond excited, and mm-hmm. we really feel like the Holy Spirit's going to be with us. Yeah, for sure. So I'm pumped. <laughs> yes. 
Thank you, Lord. We bless you guys. We hope to see you guys soon, and stay tuned. Episode 2 is coming soon.